Well, I know that Marty Jertson is the director of product development for Ping, and Marty, you've got another G400 drive that's just come out, which is the G400 Max. So what's the difference between this one and the ones you launched previously? Yeah, so the Max driver, we're on a mission to make like the straightest driver we've ever designed. Straightest driver ever. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> ever. Uh, if you're skeptic, you just go out and, and demo it. Okay. And, and you won't be uh, disappointed. So the way that what this does in the context of the overall G400 family is the Max driver gives you distance through the forgiveness of the head. So now the, the G400s are 445 cc's, this is 460. So the head shape's a little deeper front to back and we're putting twice as much tungsten right here at the boundary and it wraps around. So the CG is substantially further from the face and the inertia is through the roof off the chart. So 9900 combined heel toe top bottom inertia. Basically it means there are no miss hits with this club. <laughs> well you always had quite a deep low CG anyway. Was it, was it quite a challenge getting it that further back or does the extra head size make it easier to do that? No, it was a challenge and, and uh, it's the head size combined with all the discretionary weight savings from a lot of our technologies, for example, the Dragonfly technology down to 17 thousandths of an inch, super thin. So this saves a lot of weight. The Forge T9S face saves a lot of weight. So we can take the weight savings, even our adjustable hosels, super light, thin and light, and we can concentrate all that mass really far and back combined. So yeah, it's, it's a challenging thing to do, uh, but we feel like all the hard work is worth it with what players are seeing here today and our tour players even with how straight the driver flies. Well, that's it. I mean, this is really for all levels of play, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's, even our first couple weeks on tour, we've had a lot of these in play really? because they enjoy the freedom that <laughs> the free comes <laughs> knowing that you don't have to swing it perfectly. Yeah. And let's face it, today's age, you know, uh, the rewards and the statistics are showing if you can hit it, the further you can hit it and have a, uh, you know, a low percent offline or, or, or good degree of accuracy, you're going to score better. Well, if this is forgiving because of the MOI, where does that put things like the, the SF Tech driver that, that was there? Because I mean, obviously that's there for forgiveness as well, isn't it? Yeah, great question. So there's, this is kind of forgiveness through the MOI, the G400 is forgiveness through speed, then you also have the fitting optimization. And that's a big key. So our SFT driver, where the tungsten weighting is a little more in the heel, it's a little lighter swing weight, yeah. that one's still going to turn over the easiest. So if you're a right-handed player, you kind of fight the miss to the right, the SFT is still a good place to start. Then we have the low spin LST, and that's a really good driver if you tend to just spin it too much. Maybe maybe your swing patterns are hit down on it a little bit, um, and you want to reduce your spin characteristic to optimize your trajectory. So within this family, now we have some great options. The SFT is going to turn over the easiest, then the Max, then the G400, then the LST from a left-right biasing standpoint. Okay. So would this be a, a, a higher spinning driver then if you're talking about the LST if it's all that high yeah, spin players? I we would kind of categorize this in the G400 kind of me medium from a spin standpoint. Right. We've still been able to get a lot of our tour players into this, uh, but I think your everyday player, this is optimized kind of right in the sweet spot uh, where the LST is more on the low end. Okay. All right, let's go down the back here because the other one you've, you've just brought out is this G700 iron, um, which is a hollow iron, isn't it? So, is that the first time you've done a hollow iron? Yeah, it's where we're bringing like a metalwood-like right. construction. I mean, we've made like a crossover clubs, which is kind of an iron, kind of a crossover. We've had a driving iron type thing, but this is the first time through the whole set, all the way up through the uh, sand wedge, uh, this has a metalwood-like construction okay. built for maximum flex out of the face. So is it really a, a speed thing or is it a forgiveness thing? 
Well, that's you're going to say question. both. I know you are. <laughs> I know. It's speed first. Okay. It's speed first, and you, and then you get some forgiveness because of just how hot the face is, right? So uh, what you're going to trade off with this iron, as compared to say our G400, that is G400 is distance with a lot of distance control or precision. This one you're going to just it has so much distance that you're going to gain some of that forgiveness from the amount the face flexes around the face. So this is more like hitting a driver, you know, uh, with an iron and. and you know, I think a lot of people might be wondering why is that good to hit your irons far. The reason why is if you can hit an eight iron into the green instead of a six or seven, you're going to hit that closer to the hole because you have a shorter club with more loft, and you're going to hit it closer to the hole. You get some forgiveness from the geometry of the face delivery angles and stuff like that to, yeah. to throw in there. So anytime you can hit an eight iron instead of a six, you're going to hit it closer. All right, okay. Were there any particular challenges you had to get through to make it this hollow iron rather than the car signs you've done in the past? Yeah. So I think the big thing is the like selecting the right materials so the face material we're using is a miraging c300 um, and we really uh, utilized all of our learnings that we had with developing the g400 fairway wood and hybrid that also utilize this miraging steel uh, the material is really useful because it's strong and flexible at the same time and again that's kind of a very unique combination and then the geometric challenges with uh, trying to meet the sweet spot of an iron that goes far and high. There's a lot of distance irons in the market, no doubt about it. The irons that are kind of chasing distance. Yep. What this iron does that is absolutely unique is towering distance. Players will be absolutely amazed by how high this goes. And it's not spinning. I was going to say, is it a lower spin then? Iron? It's a low spin, high trajectory. Okay. And uh, you might be wondering how we did that. It's, it's how the face moves during the impact. So very high ball speed. Okay. Launch is very high. It kind of launch flexes, so the face top rail relaxes during the impact similar to our G400 iron. Um, and then when you get that extra ball speed, it's allowing everyday players to have the tour trajectory in their iron. Super high, but not spinning a ton. Uh, where's that gonna sit next to the G400? Yeah, so uh, compared to the G400, uh, G400 is gonna deliver a kind of distance, but with a little more uh, precision in terms of distance control. Okay. But if you're a player out there that kind of uh, wants to gain, hit one less club into the green, you wanna have a little more fun playing golf, you're, you might tend to come up a little short with your irons, start with the G700. So we're down to the bottom of the bag now. We've got a new wedge, which is a Glide 2.0, but it's got a black finish now. So what makes you go for a black finish? Yeah, so we were kind of inspired a little bit by our tour players who were looking for a wedge that looked a little more compact. And on a sunny day like today, could eliminate some glare, especially when you're shot making around the greens and the face open. Um, they are also were asking us to come out with a wedge that felt a little more muted during the impact. Okay. And so with the Glide 2.0 Stealth, we switched to 8620, a carbon steel, which because it's a little softer, delivers that little more uh, muted uh, uh, feel during the impact. Okay. And is this something you see consumers asking for as well? Do you think it's going to be, I mean, what proportion of wedges will be black versus the chrome that you do? Yeah, well, we think it's going to have a pretty high demand. And so we've offered, we're offering all of our lofts and grinds in the stealth finish as well as our hydro pearl finish. Okay. So yeah, the early feedback from these wedges has been very positive. And so we're, uh, we're pretty optimistic about the stealth finish. We also took this chance to make a few upgrades to the grooves, Martin. You can see that we have no paint fill in the bottom groove. Okay. That actually gives a little more volume to displace the moisture oh, in really? the grass during the impact. This is the details. Oh, this, oh we like the details. <laughs> Give me the details. Uh, and we have this half groove at the bottom of the high lofted clubs that have a little more camber to them. Okay. 
okay? Again, just like we had one more tread to your tires to display some moisture. So spin ratios have been phenomenal and uh, we've had a, a significant tour adoption of the Stealth Finish. And it could, it could be as simple as, hey, I like the look of and the size of the, okay. uh, the, the Chrome or I like the look and size of the, uh, the Stealth.